Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, think for ourselves, and realize our limitless nature. We will explore talks on meditation, creativity, wellness, spirituality, and storytelling. You're in for a treat because we're peeling back the layers and diving deep. I'll be having diverse voices from all different creative backgrounds and points of view on to discuss what makes their soul limitless. Plug in and tune out the outside world as we go on this journey together. Welcome back, friends. Hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. I have got a story time for you today. <laughs> These solo podcasts are coming becoming increasingly interesting because I have completely shed my skin. I feel very naked. Every time I sit in front of this microphone, I'm like, what's going to come out of my mouth? Um, I cannot for the life of me sit down and create a structure and just like go through it like a robot, like, and now this, and now this, and now this, and now this, and, and teach anymore. I don't know what has happened to me, what has gotten into me, but everything has been just stripping and stripping and stripping. And what I'm left with is raw, honest, present vulnerability, expression, um, working with and co-creating with nature all around me, feeling energy and just letting it move through me. So I was talking to a couple of people in my Instagram stories being like, what should I talk about? What should I talk about? What should I talk about? And the feedback that I was getting was we're loving like just this freestyle sharing. Also would love for you to touch more on being true to yourself, letting go of this rigidness and this need to fit into a model that other people are doing that is working for them and finding your own uniqueness. And let me just tell you this, it is so hard. It's insane how hard it is. Like it literally blows my mind because all of you who listen to this podcast are creative. <laughs> you're creatives and you're entrepreneurs. You're making things for your own life. And yet at the same time, we feel like restricted, like tight. And part of that I think is because we just consume so much and it's hard not to, especially if you are trying to run a business, if you are trying to get your voice out there, you're trying to share, connect or communicate or, you know, be a part of something broader than your immediate reality, which a lot of people are doing these days because work has moved online, life has moved online. And what I think has happened in that process is that we've been removed from being present with what is actually right all around us, trying to tell us exactly what to do all the time. So this this whole show today is going to be dedicated to my co-creation with nature and the synchronicities that are showing up around giving myself the permission to truly experience life in a flowing way like that, where it's not so structured. And the funny thing is I'm being led to create structure, but it's completely different than what I thought. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so um, I'll start off by telling you this. I have been 
outside of being on social media where you may see me talking or doing whatever or talking to you here on the podcast, I have been for the last like year, (laughs) and I'm not even kidding you, the last year working on um, redoing my website so that it reflects what I am currently offering and doing and how I want the world to perceive me when they go click on that magical link and see who's Kelly Mason and what is Limitless Soul and why should I even care. And I have been so resistant and dragging my feet for literally a year. And I'm, I mean, it might be more than that. And um, I'm getting to the end where the finishing touches are just wrapping up and I'm almost ready to put it out. And I've also wanted to create a new free offering. I think having a free offering is so important because it's a gift. I want to just give a gift. And when I give a gift, (laughs) it's not just going to be like some random shit that I grab at the store or some, you know, little thing that I had give no thought to. It is such deep thought and such deep meaning because I want the energy of the the creation and the the love and the devotion to be felt by the person receiving it. And that's how I view my free offering, believe it or not. And the one that I've had up for a really long time is called my inflow meditation series, which I think is fabulous. And it is kind of like an introduction of how to meditate if you don't meditate like me, (laughs) like how to make meditation your life, how to make your whole entire living experience a prayer and a devotion to your truest knowing, to your heart, to your soul's calling. And it's, you know, a a very simplified version of what I've learned from my teachers and um, what I personally have practiced. And it's like a whole entire workshop. You can still get it for free. It's called the Inflow Meditation Series. Um, And it's in my bio on Instagram. And it's also always linked in the show notes. So you can absolutely still download that. But I have a new one coming out. And it's called Elemental Breathwork. And it's part of this series of things that I'm going to be launching called Elemental Energetics. I have a training. I have a workshop. I have a retreat. I have all of this stuff that's around elemental energetics. And this first free offering is kind of the introduction to that. And it's, um, it's going to be three, uh, breathwork meditations. So I really love this. This is what I've been practicing more and more and more in my life as a, um, like a quick readjustment, a, a very simple way to align myself I still do sometimes my really long meditations where I'm sitting for an hour or um, I will go through periods of time where I have different things that I'm practicing. But right now, lately, it's been working with the elements, working with my breath, and just accessing these really easy things we can do to snap back into the flow of whatever we're doing. If we're feeling out of balance with communication or being able to speak, I have a practice for air for that. If we're feeling out of balance with our emotions and it's feeling like I am numbing myself out, I can't drop in, I 
am so paralyzed with overwhelm and fear and anxiety, there's a practice for that for to balance your water. Um, and then I put fire and earth together because I really am working with this idea of anchoring in and um, harnessing your personal power, which would be your fire and working with the solar plexus and rooting it into your physical body, which would be your root chakra, um, which would be earth. So I put those two together for a really, really powerful practice so that you can feel like you're channeling your energy into something and not just like feeling really excited and empowered and expanded and like there's nowhere to anchor it. So it just leaks out and then you probably get burnt out and burnt up, which is typically what happens when we activate our fire, but we can't ground it. Um, so that's fantastic. And you guys, I'm so excited about this the background music. I am not a composer. I would say I'm an amateur, like aspiring musician. <laughs> like I play the ukulele and the guitar and I sing sometimes, but I mean, I don't know what I'm doing in GarageBand except speaking on this microphone and sending it to my producer. But I created the background music for all of the meditations, all of the breathwork, med elemental breathwork. Um, and like the background on one of them, uh, or all of them has singing bowls. So I played my singing bowls into the frequency of whatever chakra and element we're working with. <laughs> so excited. And then I layered it. I got really fancy and layered it with sounds that aligned, um, from the natural world of that element. So like, oh, it's so cool. Like, um, the air one has these beautiful wooden wind chimes in the actual wind is so cool. And the water one has these beautiful big swells of waves and crashing in the ocean. And then like slowly you can feel it seep back into itself, like suck back into the ocean on the sand and then Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for you to hear this. Um it's going to be so epic and I hope that whenever it comes out You'll download it and help me spread the word by sharing it if you download it and really like it because this is going to be the foundation of my work is integrating um, things from nature, the natural world, because we live on earth. We are humans. We're in this body whether we like it or not. <laughs> like if we want to be aliens, well, we're not. If we want to be like, you know, on a different planet, we can't. So really learning to be in the physical world and working with the elements and working with nature and speaking to nature, which is what I'm about to talk about. Okay. Going to blow your mind. Um, it all has to do with this, I promise. And, um, and then blending in my astrology studies because that's a broader energetic spectrum. And it's also very individual where in the natural world, we all, cause we all have physical bodies respond to the physical world very, very, very similarly, which is why, and I could make a whole episode about this and maybe I'll do that for my next solo, is about my astro seasonal philosophy. I think I created a philosophy. I, I don't know what I'm doing over here, guys, but it's all coming together. It's been synchronized. It's been speaking to me. And like I said, why I was so resistant about my website is because I've been changing so much, just like changing and changing and changing. And, um, you know, if you've been with me from the beginning, like I was a hairdresser talking to hairdressers and so many of you are still hairdressers and it freaking lights me up so much that you're still here hanging out with me as I've gone on this wild trip. 
but um, I took everything off. I had to take everything off. All of the identities that I have been attached to of I'm a hairdresser. I walk in the room and somebody asks me what I do and I, I can't even say I create energetic systems to support people's manifestations. I coach creatives and entrepreneurs to embody their truest, authentic, most authentic self. Like, why do I have a hard time saying that? And I think it was this this um, inability to accept that that is a reality. Like, in order to be someone who has something, it has to be something physical and specific. Like, hair is so specific. It's like, Everybody sees hair, can feel hair, knows how hair feels on them. We have an attachment and a relationship to hair. If you're a doctor, it's a body. If you're a lawyer, it's, uh, you know, your physical, like, surroundings and and well-beingness, like, taking care of something in your physical world, whether it's car or divorce or whatever. If it's, like, you're an engineer, you're working with, like, chemicals or structures. If you're an architect, you're working with buildings. So physical. And saying that you are, you know, an energetic practitioner (laughs) is like, there's so much explaining to do. And I'm getting into this place now where I'm really owning it and allowing myself to just be that. Um, And not everybody's going to get it. Not not everybody's going to fit in the bad bitch genre. (laughs) I've been watching way too. I am on TikTok. I've, yeah, it's, yeah. The fact that we have that in our fucking brains programmed is absolutely insane to me. And the fact that you probably know what I'm talking about is even more insane. But anyways, I digress. Back to nature. Um, Back to synchronization. So all of this to be said, I've been taking off layer upon layer upon layer of identity that has anything to do with physical reality. Simultaneously, our our, okay, this is so funny because simultaneously our society has become obsessed with physical identity and um, identity in general. Like, I am a Republican, I am a Democrat, I am this gender, or I am that gender, or I'm no gender, or I want this pronoun or that pronoun, or I want to people to see me as presenting as this, or I want people to know that I am, you know, with with this group or that group, and by the way that I dress or by the way that I express through my hair. And I'm like, I ca- I can't even care anymore. Like I it's so weird that it's all around me and like so much photographs of people on Instagram and social media and everything sees our face and it's just like so physical. And I, I, I don't even care anymore. And it's really weird because it feels naked. It feels raw. It feels exposed. It feels like very uninteresting. Like I just feel like a nature fairy just frolicking around. I hardly ever wear makeup. I haven't cut my hair in six years uh, other than like a little dusting. I don't color my hair. I I wear pretty not that crazy of clothes anymore, like just comfortable things. I don't know. Like I just, I mean, I care about myself and how, how I am, but there's just this deeper yearning for working and caring about what's going on behind all that, what's going on in the unseen realm, because there's so much illusion and distraction within the physical reality, even though we need to live in it. So that brings me to this. I was on a walk and 
Um, I, I'm so glad you're hanging out with me, by the way, because I swear to you, I've, I'm like, do I even do this anymore? Should I just do interviews? But I really like, I really like being able to talk to you because I have all these things going on in my head all the time. And, um, whether you're driving in your car or listening to this while you're doing the dishes and you're just like, okay, this is making this suck less. I'm just really glad because, um, I want to tell somebody this. And sometimes my husband just really doesn't care. <laughs> my parents think I'm nuts. So yay. I'm glad you're here. Um, okay. So I'm walking with my dog. She's very old. She's almost 12 years old. She's got really bad hips. She's a black lab. So I have to walk really slow. Like this isn't like a power walk where I'm getting exercise and I'm trying to like, you know, get my heart rate up. I'm like strolling. My phone is dead, so I couldn't take my phone. So I couldn't like, you know, what I normally do is take a picture, put it on my Instagram story, blah, blah, blah. Look at this beautiful thing, whatever. So it's just me and nature, my dog. I live in the country. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I live in Michigan in the middle. If you put your hand up, your left hand up, I live on the right hand side in where your thumb uh, and your pointer finger make the L. I live um, on close to Lake Huron, which is on the east side of the state. That's where I live. Um, I am probably that person that everybody makes fun of who lives in the Midwest and just like podunky little country girl. Like that's me. Um, that's who I am. And I love it. And the cool thing about being out here in podunky <laughs> Midwest, I don't live in LA and I don't live in the East coast. I live in the Midwest is that there are so many animals. There's so much nature. You can't exist here if you don't like nature. Like you're going to want to leave. Um, we're just like water and trees and animals. That's it. Bugs sometimes. So I'm walking. It's a half moon. The moon is in Libra right now. We're coming up on the full moon in Scorpio or full, full moon in Capricorn next week. Um, I'm teaching an amazing class on the stuff we're talking about right now. Truth, identity, um, embodying your power, uh, clearing stories. If you're not in there, 100% recommend going and joining the membership um, in my bio, Portals membership, in the show notes, Portals membership. Get in there. Like, it's the place, other than the podcast, like, it's the place where I want to be because I can talk to you like this and we can see each other's face. And it's just really cool. Um, and I teach a lot of classes that come to me. Um, and so, anyways, back to, back to the story. Just want to remind you of that if you didn't know. Because there's a lot of you that are in there and I love seeing your face every month. I love it. Okay. So I'm walking moon, talking to the moon and I'm walking, you know, and I'm just staring up at the moon. And for some reason I got caught connected with the moon. Like me and the moon were having like, like a, like a staring contest and I couldn't stop staring at it as I was walking, you know, in the country and in the trees. And I just found myself asking the moon or maybe the sky or whatever I'm looking at, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Because it just seems like when I sit down to create something, like it, it's just nothing is really showing up for me. Like, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what I want to teach anymore. Like I want to teach people how to use these tools and how to just trust themselves. Um, but how do I, how do we do that? Because everything needs to be like that, 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 that
marketing and advertising sparkly show of like, here's the benefits and here's this, and this will change your life. Do these free meditations and your life will be completely different. It's like, it's really hard. And I'm like, so what do I do? Like, how do I do this? Because I want to share this information. I want to do it honorably. I want to do it with respect. I want to do it um, as a co-creation with the nature that's feeding me this information, right? Like, I'm not just making this shit up. I'm not just like, this is ancient. It's beyond, you know, we like to think, well, this information came from this group of people or that group of people. Yes, it did. And it came from somewhere to them as well, right? All of the indigenous people, any mystic, any psychic, any person who has spiritual wisdom to share monks and Buddha and Jesus, like information came from somewhere. And we have to remember that we have access to that too. We can get it through our cultures if we're lucky enough to be in them. We can get it from source as well, right? We have to remember that we can get it from directly from the source. If our heart is open, right? That's my first teacher, my uncle, who I've talked about a million times. Keep your heart open. Keep your heart open. It's easier said than done. Trust me. Uh, A heart wants to close a lot. Being in an unconditional loving space, um, when we have that open heart, we receive. So I say, what do I do? What do I do? Show me what to do. And within that, I'm like, that didn't work. Nothing. (laughs) I'm like, God? And it's like crickets. Chirp, chirp. You know, nothing. There's nothing. I didn't hear anything. Didn't have some grand vision. Didn't have some you know, huge revelation, nothing. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Well, I tried. Keep walking, keep walking. But now something's changed in me. I'm more present. I'm 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 simmering, right? That that question, what am I supposed to do, is resonant in my body. I can I can feel it moving around. I can feel it expanding all around me. And I shit you not, I really believe this. I kid you not, I shit you not, whatever. That when we ask these questions, right? It's kind of like a prayer. We ask these questions. Who am I? What am I here for? What do I do? Help me. That vibration actually in a loving way, if we're saying that truly saying it from our heart and we want to hear an answer, that is vibrating out from us into nature. Okay. It's vibrating into nature. Nature wants to respond to us. It's a mirror of us. It is us. Like the, the, saying that we're all one, it's not untrue. Like we were born of this earth. We are a part of it. We will return to it. Our bodies will return to it. Our spirit is intermingled here. So I feel this presence and, and, you know, I'm just like with this question and it's, I could feel it just like almost like you blow a dandelion and the little white things kind of trickle off into the air and they meet somewhere, right? They land somewhere. They're going to either land in a blade of grass or on a tree or on a flower, or they catch a ride on a bird, you know, whatever they land somewhere. And I feel like this question is like, you know, like those little floaty things coming off of me and they're going to land somewhere. And then when they land somewhere, that information is going to come back to me. So I keep walking and I look to my right and I saw something in the grass. They're digging this big hole. They're like always, you know, 
people out here have bigger garages than they do houses, including myself. Um, cause we've got like boats and four wheelers and lot, big, huge lawn mowers and just stuff. Right. Imagine that. And I'm like looking off and I'm like, is that trash? Like, what is that? For some reason it caught my eye and it wasn't like bright colored. It was like brown. And I'm like, what is that? So I like start walking towards it and my eyes are like adjusting. And I thought maybe it was a boot or maybe it was a paper bag. I don't know. But I was like, well, I should go pick that up. <laughs> and so I start walking towards it. It was a turkey feather. We have a lot of turkeys out here and there's like a bunch of baby turkeys right now. And in my yard, there's normally like a bunch of, um, of female turkeys. They all hang out together. And then the big toms come and puff up their feathers and show off and do a little dance for the ladies. Um, but you don't always see the turkey feathers. It's not like super common. So I see a turkey feather and I'm like, oh my gosh, so cool. So I pick it up and I'm like walking with it. And I'm seriously like, I'm, I'm looking at it right now and I'll take a picture of it and put it on my Instagram so you can see it um, like on there whenever this comes out next week. And I'm I'm looking at it and I'm just staring at the pattern that's on the feather. So this is one of the brown ones, not like the big uh, pointy brown and white ones. It's more of like tan and dark brown and they're like softer. And I'm looking at the pattern and it's like mesmerizing me. I'm like, this grew out of this turkey's body, which if you ever look at a feather, like a turkey feather, they're so hard. Like I'm like, whoa, that like pointy thing was like inside of its body. Cool. eh? And then I'm looking at the pattern and I'm noticing like how it mimics the trees and everything around it. And I'm like, wow. So that turkey's body like evolved to, you know, match its environment. Like its body knew what it needed to protect itself. Like That's freaking cool so cool. So I'm like fascinated by this. I'm like in, just like enchanted by this turkey feather, which I've seen him a million times, but for some reason right now it's hitting differently. This is a synchronization part. So I'm like, whoa, almost like, woo, you know? And so I keep walking, keep walking. I'm like, okay, Berkeley, my dog, she's like getting real tired. I'm like, okay, we need to turn around. So we were on the other side of the road walking back. So I looked to my right on this side and about, you know, half a mile from where I found the other one, I see another turkey feather, but like way off the road, like into the woods, I could see this like white and brown one. And I'm like, no way. So I run over and I get the other turkey feather and I'm like, oh my gosh, so cool. And I'm like looking at this one and I'm like, whoa, so cool. Cause it's like really distinct. Cause it's like white and brown and it just grows in this perfect pattern. It's so cool. Um, feathers are so neat. And so I'm like staring at this one and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? Cause I picked up one right after I say, have this moment with the moon, right? Moonlight. I'm like, what do I do? Do you see this feather? This feather tra- draws me in. Whoa. What are the odds? I find another feather and I'm like, okay, God is speaking to me. That question that I sent out, God is speaking back to me. Mother Nature, Pachamama, she is talking to me. She's talking to me through these these feathers. She's talking to me. She's like, here's your sign, Kelly. Look at these. Here. So I get back home and I'm like, okay. 
I'm walking and I'm like, okay, turkeys, turkey feathers, turkeys. What does this mean? And I'm like, I, I'm kind of a freak. I have so many books. Like I have two bird books right here. I have a spirit animals pocket guide. I have a signs and symbols illustrated guide and origins and meanings. Like I have all these books <laughs> about symbolism and animals. So I come back and I'm like, okay, well, what does, what does turkey mean? I also have a dream book and, and I'll talk about that one too. Cause I feel like my life is a waking dream currently lately. Uh, since I've been in this shift. So I get it. This is from the spirit animal pocket guide, understanding messages from your animal guides. Cause I feel like this, the Turkey is speaking to me. It's important to transcend the focus on your needs to consider the greater needs of the whole, such as your family, community, or world. <gasps> Interesting. So that, that means get, out of the focus on my needs so much. And I need to think about the bigger picture, right? I need to think about humanity. I'm thinking like Aquarius energy, right? Humanity for the good of all, um, you know, the bigger picture. Whew, deep. You're about to receive a gift of some sort, material, spiritual, or intellectual. That could be anything from winning the lottery to a simple gift, such as witnessing a beautiful sunset. So that tells me, I think I'm on the path of being really present so that I, I can receive. That's what I think. Perform some act that honors the earth, whether a sacred ceremony or simply picking up trash, which is so interesting because if you watch my inter Instagram stories, which not that many people do, I'm going to be straight up honest, only like hundred people watch them a day. <laughs> and I found a dead bird. The bird ran into my window. I went out and I had like a whole funeral for the um the bird and i've been picking up a lot of trash lately so interesting um volunteer your time in selfless service for an organization that you want to support so okay this is just the first book but turkey is speaking to me and saying hey you've done enough focusing on yourself you're good you're healthy you're you're straight which is interesting because my number my three priorities i always write three priorities and i keep them in in a sticky note and i i've literally memorized them and i always address them and it's always number one in this order my health so i'll always my health is my number one priority make sure i'm healthy first then it's my family then it's service and so i think that this turkey is telling me like what it, my question was what am i supposed to do what I'm supposed to do is selfless service for an organization that I want to support. So it's so funny how this works out because I've been thinking like there's so many atrocities going on in the world. There's so much stuff always happening. I mean, it's always been happening. We know this. It's not like anything new. It's really bad right now. And we know that um, because something's shifting in our world. So I've been trying to figure out, well, what is that? Where do I want to pour my time? Because, you know, there's all these organizations. You can't focus on all of them. So um, it's been really giving me some, some space to think about what is one organization that I really want to work with? What is something I'm really passionate about? Um, and so I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about that today, and I will report back what I what I decide, but I think that I'm supposed to be aligned with an organization and it's something I've always wanted to do. And it's so funny. Like it almost makes me want to cry because that was something I told my husband a long time ago. I was like, I really want to have a foundation or I want to have an, uh, um, like a charity or like a nonprofit that 
because I always want to be helping people when I always want to be doing things like I love making money and I love money. I always have money. I'm, I'm trying to work on like my business aspect so that I can actually make money too. Um, but I always want to do things like out of the goodness of my heart. And sometimes that overpowers like my business sense because I just want to help people and I do want to do things. Um, so this is perfect for me. And this is the exact message I needed to dig deeper into that. What organization am I going to align with? And what is that going to look like? I have a feeling it's going to be something um, local. Um, I, I feel it's something with either children or it's something with um, women or it's something with uh, the, the indigenous, indigenous people local to me, the Chippewa tribe. Um, I have a friend who's on the council there and um, I've worked with uh, one of their seers before and I, I feel called to to that because another message while I was walking was that, was that we need to be connecting with the Native American tribes more and asking them what to do more and asking them what they would want more um, because we are on their land. And their ancestors' land, and that is something that's I'm I'm very passionate about, and it's not something that I have um, taken the time to to connect with. So I think I'm figuring this out with you right now. <laughs> All of my answers are coming to me now. Okay, so I'm gonna read you um, one more thing. Uh, this is from the Field Guide, um, Michigan Animal Field Guide. And this is what it says about wild turkey. The largest native game bird in Michigan and the bird from which the domestic tur turkey was bred. So he's the OG. Almost became our national bird, losing to the bald eagle. The bald eagles around here are insane. So cool. Um, by a single vote. So they were almost number one, but they got bumped to number two. They were eliminated from Michigan by the turn of the century due to market hunting and a loss of habitat. And then they were reintroduced in the 1950s and 60s. My husband told me about that because him and my kids turkey hunt. I don't hunt, but they do. And he said that like they got like completely wiped out because of, you know, um, all of the building, you know, this big boom of like building houses and buildings and stuff. They probably got um, they didn't know where to go. So they started to die. But then they they were protected for a really long time. Um, and, uh, now they are back and they're everywhere. <laughs> so now you have to hunt them because they, we reintroduced them and they, they bred like crazy. Um, they're a strong flyer and can approach 60 miles an hour. Can you believe that? I've seen one up in a tree before and it's crazy to see them fly. Um, their eyesight is three times better than ours, than humans. Their hearing is excellent. Um, da, 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 da. anyway. What I really wanted to touch on on this part was that they got wiped out and they made a strong comeback. So I feel like that is something that when I said, what am I supposed to do? That the turkey was speaking to me was that I, I was like thriving, right? Like my hair business was thriving. I made a name for myself doing hair and being a leader within the beauty industry and then I like died. <laughs> like I, when I took it all off and I let it all go, I feel like I just kind of shrunk up, but I needed to, to figure out how I was going to come back. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
And that is good for the ego. That is some medicine. Let me just tell you, medicine for the ego is let your whole self fall apart. Let yourself fall apart. It's okay. If you keep staying one toe in, you're going to always be one toe in. If you keep hanging on to that identity just a little bit so that you keep, you know, appeasing the people who you've always appeased, you're always going to be doing that. Like you're always going to be doing that. You're always going to feel this need to entertain and please and show up for people who have an attachment to who you were and not who you are now. Holy mother of earth, that is the best medicine, right? Let it all fall apart. So those are those are the two really most important things that I got from my walk today. And they it, it, the reason I wanted to share this with you is because the information that we are looking for is right in front of us. The access to the answers that we're seeking are always right there, right? Like I needed this today. I needed this so bad, not only because I needed to sit down in front of this microphone and talk about something, but because I needed some direction. And I didn't want it from my intellect. I didn't want it from my thoughts. I didn't want it from my programming. I didn't want it from somebody else. I didn't even want it from looking at my birth chart. Like I was just like, ah, everything go away. Like I don't want anything that involves thinking. I want to just feel the answer. And so when we ask really good questions and we open our heart, we let that energy vibrate out into nature all around us, always supporting us, we'll receive the answers in unexpected ways. And when we keep following the breadcrumbs, it'll keep leading us to deeper and deeper truths and deeper and deeper answer answers. Like what I just said, that just came to me. I didn't write that down. I have literally nothing written down. I'm going to take a picture of where I'm sitting right now because I'm literally just sitting in a t-shirt with a hat on and like a shawl as a blanket because I was a little cold Um, and my books all around me with my feathers. That's it. And all of this information is just coming. So I hope this was helpful for you on your journey as well because I think if you're here and I'm here and we're here together, we're on a we're on a similar path, right? We're we're seeking something, but we're not seeking it outside of ourselves. We're seeking it from within. I'm not here to tell you what to do. That's why I'm like after I don't tell people I'm a hairdresser, I could say I'm an astrologer. Well, that's a part of what I do. I'm a yoga teacher. It's a part of what I do. I'm a coach for creatives. It's a part of what I do. I'm like it's easier like to say I'm the light and my nature is love, <laughs> right? Like that's really who I am. I'm love and I'm creativity and I am just full of desire to share and help. That's really it. And I think maybe what we could start saying instead of, I mean, I'm going all over the place. I should probably stop talking, but we can start saying, I create or I provide or I, um, I don't even know if I like help because 
I think we, we, we guide, I guide, I guide, I create, I share, you know, things like that, because it gives people an idea of what we have to give to them. Um, what we have to serve, what are we serving? What are we being of service to, right? Instead of talking about who we are and getting ourselves so attached to all of these things, uh, I think that's a really good way to um, present ourselves. I really like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that because I think that that's that's really fun. I think on my website that I'm about to launch says I create energetic systems for creative entrepreneurs to express their limitless soul. That's what it says. Yeah, I create energetic systems because I do. I love, like, if you want me to help you launch a product, I'll do it. If you want me to help you um, or if you want me to hold space for you as you navigate what it is, like how I just went through this process, if you need somebody to hold space for you to navigate the process of unfolding the information that's already inside of you, I can do that. Um, if you want to go to an amazing retreat and let your wild out and expand into the spaces that you've been afraid to touch, I got that. So that's what I really create. I create these experiences and these containers and this these these um, really uh, dynamic ways for you to explore your own self. So feels really good. This episode may have been a little bit all over the place, but I don't even care because it felt really, really nice to just sit down and talk to you because I know who you are now. I know who you are. I know who you are. And that was, I was struggling with that for a while because I'm not going to lie. Like my email list, like I, I, like every time I send an email, I, I like cringe because I have, I had an email list of like, 3,700 people. And I can't even, <laughs> There, most of them were hairdressers. And every time I send an email, more and more of them drop off. They're like, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. And I'm like, oh, people don't want to be here. People don't want to be here. Don't look at who it was. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. And um, I really feel through that right now. So thank you for uh, being here with me. And sharing this space with me because it's really powerful. It's really powerful. Um, yeah. Cause I didn't know who I was talking to. I was getting nervous about, am I saying the right things or the wrong things? Cause people are leaving, but you know what? It's just because those people were attached to who I was and not who I am. And that's okay. Or maybe they're like, what the fuck is this? No. <laughs> and that's okay too. Um, but anyway, you're my peeps. Glad you're here. Carry on with your day. Carry on. I love you so much. I really do. I mean that. I mean that when I say that. I really do. I love you. I have so much love for you. Um, I'm so happy for you. I'm excited for you. I, I, I just know that in this world, we have a short amount of time. And I just want people to realize that you have to do what's on your heart now and not wait for the next disaster to pass or the next bad thing to be over because it will continue. And we have to persevere in the most honest ways we can. So do your work, be in your truth, 
And hopefully I'll see you inside of my membership. Hopefully I'll see you at a retreat. I'm going to have one of those launching soon. Hopefully I can work with you one-on-one and um, some sort of capacity. All that information will be on my new website. Little shameless plug. And I'm sure we will connect very soon. So 